Before we continue, we'd like to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, Newcastle Business District. The Newcastle Business District continues to promote, develop, and enhance our downtown business area through community projects, promotions, and economic development. It was first created in 1983 under the name Newcastle Business Association and was renamed Downtown Miramichi Business Network. This was following Newcastle's incorporation into the new city of Miramichi in 1999. In 2006, it was renamed again to Newcastle Business District. Despite the many changes in its name over the years, the organization's goal has always remained the same, which is to further enhance the active growth of the downtown business community, Newcastle Business District. Shop Downtown Newcastle. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Corcoran Entertainment Show. I'm your host, Frankie Corcoran, and uh, welcome to our season two finale. Um, and you know it, that it is a special episode when we're coming to you on a Saturday instead of a Tuesday. So two episodes of the podcast uh, this week. Um, sorry, don't mind that sale. My dog's losing his goddamn mind over a ball. Here, take it. Where, where'd the ball go? Just take that. All right. Um. <laughs> he's very excited that that, that uh, this is the finale because I get to take a week off and uh, pay more attention to him. Uh, <laughs> that's just what he's like. He's such a little um, attention seeker. Anyways, I'm getting off track. Jesus, Ozzy, stop. Um, so, yeah, so guys, season uh, finale today, second season finale. Um, first off, thank you guys for an awesome season of the show. It's crazy that we're already at uh, season two, uh, the end of season two, I should say. Um, take the goddamn ball. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, season two finale of that. Um, and I mean, like you know, I've I've I, I dwelled on this a bit. Um, during episode hundred, which is just that I didn't even think we we get as far as we did. Just thought that this was gonna be just one of those things to, you know, tie me over till the uh, restrictions die down. But uh, you know what? Here we are, and uh, I couldn't be happier. Couldn't be happier, and uh, so uh, just so you guys know, uh, after today's episode, uh, which is on a Saturday, we will be off for a week, uh, and then, uh, you know, I'll just take some time, I want to enjoy the holidays and everything, and we will be back January 2nd with uh, all new episodes, season 3, um, every Tuesday, so uh, thank you guys for the support and uh, for watching the podcast, uh, or listening to it, uh, I should say, and um, yeah, uh, oh my God, dog! I love the dog to death. He's just <laughs> Jesus, Ozzy. Oh my God! Um, wait till Christmas. Wait till he sees what all 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 the the awesome presents he's getting. Anyways, uh, so uh, for a guest today, um, I have uh Mr. Jonathan uh Sto uh Stoddard. Uh, Jonathan, he's an actor who is probably best known for uh, Hallmark movies. He's working Hallmark movies. Um, this is just some of them. Furry Little Christmas, The Soulmate Search, Royal Christmas on Ice, and way too many more to list off. Uh, he has a new one that is actually out uh, today, and it is called A Royal Christmas Holiday. Um, so uh, we're going to uh, talk a little bit about that, plug some of that, talk about his background, uh, you know, some of the ins and outs about Hallmark movies, and uh, great conversation, great conversation, very happy to have him on. And uh, later in the show for our solo segments, um, I was originally going to do just two, but we have breaking news with uh, Marvel, so I'm going to tack on an extra topic today for the solo ones, uh, which is that Jonathan Majors, of course, uh, Kang, 
uh, who was slated to be in the um, uh, previously titled Kang Dynasty, um, has been found guilty. Of course, there were the uh, assault charges that were that were. Um, that whole fiasco that was going on earlier this year. And uh, I was just surprised that the verdict came out already. And uh, so Marvel has dropped him. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit uh, after. And then uh, later, I want to ca- uh, ca- uh, kind of run through the year 2023, um, some of the highlights, uh, and uh, just and also what we can look forward to in 2024 and what I'm looking forward to in 2024. And um, yeah, so uh, guys, uh, just sit back, relax, enjoy the show today, the last episode of the year. And um, yeah, so without further ado, let's just uh, get the show on the road. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Corcoran Entertainment Show. I'm your host, Frankie Corcoran, and today I am joined by uh, a man who is uh, known for, I mean, uh, earlier I was saying Hallmark, but I guess uh, the proper term uh, is rom-com. You know him from lots of rom-coms, and uh, he has a new one coming out called A Royal uh, Christmas Holiday, which will be out on uh, Friday. Actually, so today, at the time that you guys are, we are recording this a few days early. So when you guys are listening to this, it will be uh, today. <laughs> so today on uh, GAC, uh, a royal uh, Christmas holiday, we are joined by uh, Jonathan Stodard. Jonathan, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing the very best. Uh, I I appreciate you coming on uh, to the podcast today. Definitely wanted to get you in early before because, uh, you know, the closer we are to Christmas, the busier we are. Uh, how has your uh, uh, holiday season been so far? Uh, it's It's been wonderfully, wildly chaotic as the season, <laughs> the season typically is. We actually, we just finished a movie uh, not less than a week ago. And as soon as it ended, then it was just boom, 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 boom. Holiday events, parties. Um, uh, well, it's more like little get togethers uh, with the directors, you know, prepping things for next year, trying to figure out, you know, what's on the docket, all that kind of fun stuff. So it's just all great right. to finally see people and get to, you know, celebrate the holidays. Yes, exactly. I mean, for some people, uh, uh, they only get breaks this time of year. Some people just work straight yeah. through and then take a week off for Christmas, and then it's like uh, right back to it. How is uh, your schedule like uh, in terms of that? Like uh, you must get some breaks throughout the year and stuff like that, but then Christmas is always like the one big – that's where you really uh, get the chance to rest and get your uh, uh, energy levels back up. It is, yeah. There is like one week in Thanksgiving, but other than that, it's Christmas is kind of the only period of time. You know, barring there isn't a strike or something like that. But otherwise, the industry doesn't sleep and it's go, 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 go. But Christmas, you can just kind of hang out. You can lean back. You can see family. You can travel, not worry about getting an audition, anything like that. So it's it's a nice time of year. I'm happy it only lasts for a couple of weeks. <laughs> because because i like that the industry never sleeps um but yeah otherwise i don't know i've been hustling in a way where i haven't really stopped working for a long time so so i look forward to the christmas time 
Yes, definitely. And then it goes by super quick. And then, yeah. you know, it's it, it is kind of a nice because leading up to Christmas, it's always just this big. Oh, like you hear Christmas music at like the start of November, like not even yeah. that, like October 29th. Like, like just before Halloween, you're here and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they're doing it before. Like Halloween hasn't even happened and they're starting to like take things down and put up the Christmas. So you're, you're like, guys, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God, they're like n- nothing drives me more mad. But then what makes me more bad are the people who are saying, oh, don't be such a Grinch. Like, come on. Like, you don't like Christmas. I'm uh, like, oh, I like Christmas, but I like Christmas yeah. at Christmas time. Like, have you ever had those conversations with people? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially when we're filming Christmas movies and and we like we just like to tease each other, poke fun, you know, at the whole thing. You know, it's all innocent. We just have a great time making it. Um, But but yeah, we definitely tease each other. We like to be the Grinch on set and and the little curmudgeons and like come in like meh and do that. (laughs) But in the real world, I'm with you, man. It's it's very (laughs) funny and interesting. It's funny that you mentioned that, like, uh, I mean, like, you know, doing, of course, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's funny, before we started a recording, I had to get the rom-com and Hallmark thing uh, uh, switched around, because, uh, you know, like, some people, they always just assume it's just all Hallmark, but but the correct term is rom-com, and so technically, you've only really done one Hallmark movie in that case, is that correct? Correct. Yeah, we shot a movie in Italy, and it was called Roman Love. Um, and then interestingly and not connected, but all of a sudden I started doing all these rom-coms and, um, but uh, they've been sold on all the different platforms from up TV to GAC to Hulu, uh, ION and everything in, uh, across the board, um, you know, in domestic international, it doesn't matter, but it's, it's, it is funny. Because I'll meet people and they're like, oh, I love you. I watch all your your Hallmark movies and stuff. And I'm like, oh, well, there's only there's only the one. But <laughs> <laughs> you can find a lot of the, you know, the romantic comedies and all those other kinds of movies on all the different platforms. But it is. Hallmark is still really, you know, they've cornered that market in a sense. But with streaming, all these other platforms are are making these kinds of stories and and everything uh, available to everybody yes and that's the best part about streaming well i mean like it's funny like uh do you watch much cable nowadays because nowadays with streaming and stuff like that like someone say oh are you watching this show tonight at nine it's like no nah, i'll watch it next day on you know amc plus right. or or uh you know uh whatever it is apple tv plus is that more so what you're like nowadays or you're like i don't need a tv anymore <laughs> I have a TV that I haven't turned on in a long time. Otherwise, I mean, you know, phone, computer. Yeah. And it's, and I, I'm very, uh, I have to do purposeful watching, or I don't know what the correct term is, but uh, because I'm go, 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 and I'm on set all the time, the, I watch things based off of what I have to study for and what I have to prepare for. So that's either if I'm doing a rom-com, that's going to be in a Matthew McConaughey style, or they kind of want that feeling, or it's one of the references. I'll watch the reference movies or A Few Good Men or something like that if I have to do more of like Law Legal or Tom Cruise or things like that. So it's, it's usually for references and understanding or prep for an audition like Succession or Yellowstone or something like that. Okay, awesome. Awesome. So um, uh, one thing I'll... I was kind of curious about it's I mean, like, you know, of course, doing these, you know, rom-coms and uh, Christmas movies and, and stuff like that. Uh, you 
you don't necessarily film them at Christmas time. And so, you know, we're talking about like people right. celebrating Christmas early. What's it like for you where you guys are filming like this Christmas movie, but it's not Christmas. Like, how do you get into the Christmas spirit? Like, you know, months in advance. <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, I will say this. It's easy to get into the spirit when you're surrounded by a lot of people and who like in the spirit who want to be in the spirit. So, and what I'm referencing is the crew. Like if I, if I threw on, you know, a, a Santa suit and I ran out into the middle of Hollywood um, somewhere around February, you know, it's not quite the same. Well, nobody has a problem with Santa. I mean, all of that would be great and it would be infectious and I'd make people laugh and smile and stuff. Right. But, but when you get on set and let's say we're shooting a movie. So for example, the movie that's coming out, uh, on the 23rd, a Royal Christmas holiday, we shot at which the is end of today, January actually. going in. <laughs> oh, is it? Is it? Well, yes, which is <laughs> at the time that uh, people are listening to this, but <laughs> at the time, yes, when they listen. And, uh, so we filmed that at the end of January going into February and that was in Buffalo, New York. And so I've shot some Christmas movies where there's no snow and they had to like, you know, fake it with cotton and, you know, the uh, snow machine, stuff like that. But then this, for example, we were in Buffalo, New York, and it, the end of January, February, freezing, freezing winds, snowstorms, all kinds of stuff. And it's not that hard to make it feel like Christmas. Um, the lights and stuff are still up. The trees are still up. You know, it's beautiful. It's, it's, it's magical when you're able to step into that kind of an environment. Yes, definitely. Well, then also doing it in January, you're still kind of, well, I mean, end of January. So, I mean, like uh, some people in January are still like still uh, riding out the high of Christmas. Then, oh, God, like there's, oh, yeah. there's Christmas decorations still up like mid-January. So, uh, yeah. I mean, like that's probably a good time to do it as opposed to, you know, like March or April where it's like, OK, Christmas. And then two months later, oh, it's Christmas again. OK, now it's not Christmas. Now right. it's Christmas again. Like for you, it's like Christmas just never goes away. It seems like is that a good or bad thing? <laughs> no. Oh, come on. It's a good thing. Who doesn't love Christmas? <laughs> Christmas is Christmas. It's great. So I will say that it's easy to get in the feeling as well when you have a good set design and a good production team because they'll deck it out like more, uh, more extravagant than what my parents and everyone will do. It is Christmas on steroids and it's phenomenal. Like you can't help but walk on a set and be like, yeah, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, I feel it. it's Christmas. And meanwhile, it's like the middle of summer and you're like, yeah, <laughs> this feels good. <laughs> this is how it's supposed to be. This is exactly how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy. I mean, like, you know, talking about your acting and stuff like that, uh, you weren't always technically an actor because, of course, you started in culinary and then went to acting and then went back Correct. to culinary and then to uh, uh, photography, acting. Uh, how would you describe that journey? Oh, how do I describe the Certainly journey? Certainly quite the whirlwind, eh? <laughs> the journey is ADD. I don't know. It's, uh, you know, I'm all over the place. I love learning and um, I have an affinity for physics and chemistry and, and a, a lot of acting. I'll say this, a lot of acting. Because I, I, oh, oh, how much time do we have? How much of a story can I tell? I have as much time uh, as you need. Hey, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, feel free to go as long as you want. Uh, well, I'll, so I'll say this. One of the ways that all the dots connect is um, 
is that acting really is about understanding the body alignment, understanding people, humanity, what drives us, how to take words off the page, make it interesting, how to connect with the material. So in order to to dive into a lot of this craft, uh, which is why it's a constant study. I mean, um, it's, it's just, I don't know. Well, let me, let me parlay from this. My parents are psychiatrists. So learning about people that was kind of like check, um, asking the questions, the Socratic method of understanding and, um, and self-discovery and all that kind of stuff. Diving into physics and chemistry was really about the makeup of who we are, how we eat becomes and affects how we think and how we feel, how we love, how we perceive ourselves. Like you might love yourself more on a day that you just feel healthy. If you don't want to get out of bed because you don't feel healthy and you're not eating well, then that's going to affect your desire to do anything from acting to uh, motivated just to get up and walk the dog or whatever you have to do, right? Tackle your dreams. And a lot of that is based off of your food, your diet, your perspective, um, and all that breaks down into chemistry. So I loved culinary school. It was one of the most incredible experiences. And I wish everybody in the world could understand it on a nutritional level, but also um, how it affects who we are and how you can create that energy and life for yourself. Because I fluctuate from my roles all the time in my weight. And the only reason I'm able to do that is because I have an understanding of food and culinary and my body and everything that's going on. Um, and then there's photography. And I started learning photography because I was like, well, with acting, I have to, like this relationship with the camera, what's the one thing that I could learn that would make me a better actor that would also give me the freedom to be creative whenever I wanted to? And it was photography. So then this relationship understanding lighting and what are they saying when they're saying we're gonna let's drop down to a 50 on a 1.4 and all this kind of stuff or um, what's the frame gonna be or if the lighting's over here and they want it to be more moody i'm gonna have to play it so that it's more rembrandt lighting and everything like that so understanding i guess you could say there's there's the ability to just be an actor which is great and okay and then there's filmmaking and understanding it in its totality. And a lot of my journey is really about being a filmmaker. This is just the beginning of what I'm going to be doing in this industry. Yes. And there's so much to it that you don't even realize then. I I, I mean, like, uh, as you said, with, with the photography, uh, uh, kind of helps you like, like, this is how it can make me be a better actor. Like, you know, the different angles and stuff of like that. Like, there's always so much more to something than you just think, than, than you initially think such as yeah. something like acting where just someone just says, Oh, it's fine. Like, like that's easy. Like how hard can that be? Like, you know, just acting like someone who you aren't, you know, like that's, that can't be too hard, but there's so much more to it than that. It's, it's, it's a lot more to it. What would you say to those people uh, who are like, Oh, come on. It's just acting. You know what I mean? Like, uh, would you be like, Haha, well, I got something for you. <laughs> well, are these, are you talking about specifically the skeptics and like the criticals or are you talking about the people who, Oh, it's just acting and they want to be actors, but they're, they're looking for advice. Which one? Uh, might be a little bit of both. I mean, like there's some people who might want to be an actor who are like, oh, it can't be that hard. Or then there's some people who are like, oh, acting like that's not a hard gig. You know what I mean? Like uh, uh, yeah. we work harder and this or that, blah, 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 but it's like, no, and like it might seem like that because they see the finished product. They they don't see what goes into it, like behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Right. And well, and I will say <clears throat> I catch myself doing that, too. 
being one of those people. Like I'll watch a movie and I'm like, that would be easy to act when, you know, when all that's happening, like I, I could have done that easily. And then I remember and I'm like, oh, wait, they probably shot that out of sequence on a green screen and they're reacting to a tennis ball. Yeah. <laughs> it is not not the same thing. But it's funny because I will catch myself, you know, playing into that as well. Right. The the cynics and the, the stuff, you know, because only because it comes out of this like this jealousy that I'm like, oh, I, I want to do what they're doing, whatever I'm watching. That looks like fun. I could have done that. Uh, but I will say this to answer the question is gone are the days of one hit wonders. Hmm. That is not a, a viable, tangible thing to strive for anymore. I'm sure there's going to be, you know, that 1% of somebody who's, whether it's music, entertainment, whatever it is, but because we have access to everything, I can create a $500,000 movie and up on streaming, it's literally right beside a $50 million movie. Streaming has leveled the playing field. Spotify, everything for music has leveled the playing field to where it's, you could be the lead of a movie, do that have the one hit wonder, um, reach the pinnacle of your career to, you know, up to that moment in time. And then nothing ever happened as a result of it. And so what the exciting thing about our time is, about this generation of creatives is that this is about creation, constant, consistent creation. And that's from social media, that's from entertainment, that's from movies, that's from uh, to, to music, to painting, to exposure, to access to everything. And so that's what I think is really cool about today's world as an actor. To be an actor, you have to dive in and you have to study. It doesn't matter if you think it's easy for that one time. You can't do that one thing for the rest of your life, being that one character in that one movie and having that one claim to fame. Now you have to diversify. You have to figure out how to expand and work on your craft and deepen it so that you can play other characters and do well. Now you have to reach out to a network and figure out who else is making these other movies that you want to work with. And it's a different, it's a different level of involvement. Yes, definitely. Well, and and, and uh, even in just, you know, not necessarily like acting or the entertainment uh, industry, like it's like uh, seeing seeing like, uh, you know, uh, building how I mean, like maybe, maybe not building a full on house, but like that type of like well, yeah. an, any type of uh, career or like or like fixing a car. Oh, come on. How hard can it be giving a car an oil change? Come on. Well, if you, you know, take the time, know what you're doing, because God. God only knows if I tried that, my car, I need a new one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, me too. Yes. Like there's so many people uh, who who just think it's so uh, because they only see what comes in at the end or like even yeah. the same uh, when it comes to like writing a script. Oh, come on, just write it. It's not going to be that big of a deal. You know what I mean? Uh, and right. uh, and I mean, also just have I mean, um, having a good work ethic in that, I mean, like in any job really is important, but especially in entertainment because you're or, or like movies and being an actor, you're self-employed, basically, like you're the one going from job to job to job. And so you want to have maintain a good work work ethic and, uh, you know, ha have an upbeat attitude and be able to be the type of person that people want to cast in your movies. Like that's always very, very uh, big, um, you know, especially in the entertainment uh, industry, but with many other jobs as well where <laughs> like i want to keep working yeah. i don't want to be problematic 
you know what I mean? Like that's a huge uh, factor, you know? Well, we have a, we have a wonderful thing right now, which is access means you get to choose. And there's a pro and a con to that, right? When, it, especially when it comes to people and that's in entertainment. And like you're saying, even in the workforce, in a regular nine to five office, if you're highly skilled, but nobody likes working with you, they would rather hire, hire someone who's less skilled, but a joy to be around. Yeah. Because you can train somebody who's less skilled to become skilled. It's hard to make somebody who's a Grinch and bring them over. I mean, they've made movies of it, right? I mean, that's the whole like, <laughs> that's Scrooge and the, you know, the whole thing. It's nobody wants to hire the ghosts of Christmas past and present and everything to try to haunt someone to make them a, a joyous person. And yeah. so if you find that joyous person, that's what you hang on to. And um, I, I, I can't tell you how well that's served me in my life and my career because people enjoy working with me and I, I do my best to try to take care of everyone. And I know other people um, who have done bigger things than me in the past. They had their one hit wonder of being on a show or something like that. Um, but they get in their own way and then unfortunately people don't like working with them and 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 then they're looking at me going like grass is greener they're like john i, I want to do what you're doing and i'm like well you have to start adding value on set and you have to start being more pleasant to work with and they're, but i did this show well no one really cares like i mean congratulations <laughs> but to have a successful career people these days because they have access they can pick anybody so yeah. it's not, this is not the Hollywood starlight game anymore. Now it's, you got to be, work on being a good person and that's going to go a lot further no matter what you do. Yes, exactly. Like it's almost, I mean, like this isn't exactly an apples to apples comparison, but it's also kind uh, a little similar, like say someone like Johnny Depp who is like, you know, like he hasn't really got much work, of course, with the whole controversy that's been going on with him and uh, Amber Heard and stuff like that. Right. But uh, it could be easy for someone like him to say like, oh, do you know who I am? I played Captain Jack Sparrow. I did this and that. <laughs> right. It's like, yes, right. we get that. And it's awesome. But look at what's going on in the news. We can't have you attached to this. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not right. always about what you've done. Like imagine if like, say, someone like yourself, uh, do you know who I am? I was in all these movies. I was in this. I did these rom-coms. You don't know who I am? It's like, yeah, I know who you are, but you know, like <laughs> that don't mean nothing if you're not a good right. person to work with. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And you must 100%. have met lots of people like that throughout your career. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I will say one of the easiest ways to uh, move forward in anything is not only learn from your own mistakes, but do your best to learn from other people's mistakes too. Oh, absolutely. Because you're like, yeah, I, I'm not letting that happen to me. You know what I mean? Like right. it's, it's instead of learning through trial and error and, 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 uh, and uh, learning it by learning the hard way, like, no, I'm just yeah. going to see what they did and I'm just not going to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, sometimes you're grateful that those happen in a way, in a weird way, because you're like, that showed me that, I don't have to do that. You know what I mean? I don't have to uh, fall yeah, down that same exactly. uh, trap that they did um, in a, in a weird selfish kind of way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, well, I mean, yeah. Survival of the fittest, right? That's just being, that's just intelligence. It's like, well, okay. That dude just fell down that hole. <clears throat> I'm not going to step in that hole. I don't know if that's selfish. I think that's just like, <laughs> that's just <laughs> basic intelligence. I won't go there. Okay. Moving on. 
Yeah, just move on. Exactly. <laughs> just pretend yeah, I didn't see that. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but uh, feel free to plug uh, a Royal Christmas Holiday, which uh, is out uh, today, actually. It's so funny because I keep thinking, I'm like, when's this podcast coming out? When are we recording this? Okay, it's out right now. So uh, feel free to plug that. So uh, you shot this in yes, January? Tonight. Yes, that's right. <laughs> this comes out at tonight. 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So, uh, so 8, 7 Central. 87 Central, GAC, Great American Channel. Uh, They could also be doing GAF, Great American Family. So whatever floats your boat as to what is working for where you are. But 87 Central tonight and a Royal Christmas holiday. And it's good. I'm just going to say that. I I could say a million other things, but I am going to say they let us do a cast screening um the, this private cast screening and we were sitting there just laughing and enjoying it um there was also a little bit of a they did a soft release out in uh, the uk and i'm still for the last week i'm still getting messages every single day saying from people saying i've, I've watched it multiple times it, like uh, i absolutely love it and so wherever you are right now you're at home you're listening to this podcast and watching it make sure you go watch it tonight because you're gonna love it that's perfect. Royal That's Christmas a- holiday. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect commercial. I'm going to see if I can get this up on TV here between now and the time <laughs> we record this. And uh, so I watched the trailer and uh, I noticed you work with a fairly big actor in this, uh, William Baldwin in this. Yes. I, I I see in the trailer. So, of course, for those guys who don't know, Bal- the second I saw him, I, uh, honestly, I mean, like, you know, of course, we all know Alec Baldwin, of course. But I saw him. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, that's Alec Baldwin. And then I was like. No, he's not quite up, Bowen. Oh, it's his brother. Oh, okay. What was it like uh, working yeah. with him? So he and I have done, I think, about four movies together. And he is incredible, I have to say. Um, he, he's he's absolutely remarkable. The, the very first time I – because I grew up watching his movies. And so having an opportunity now later in my career uh, to be able to act with him was such an experience, his, the way he handled being on set, his character, the lines, his professionalism, um, really his care and compassion, not only for the actors, but the crew as well. It just, he's such a legend and, and he's really honed his craft so well. So it, it's it's such a joy. He's He really is wonderful. I loved working with him. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. And uh, when you work with people like that, like who are fairly uh, big, of course, I mean, like, you know, the, the Baldwin family that like, 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 uh, uh, that that's, that's a pretty big honor to get to say you work with one of them too. Uh, do yeah. you ever have a little bit of uh, like, like, uh, what's it like when you find out you're working with an actor who you're like, Oh my God, that's so-and-so from that movie there. Oh my God. And then getting to, uh, to, uh, to set with them, someone that you like really, uh, look up to and are a fan of, do you ever get like nervous kind of, uh, around them or how's that like? <sighs> that's a good question. <laughs> I'll say this. At home, I'm not nervous. I'm excited. Right? I can sense I look it about right and... now, too. You're very excited here to be here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, that's what I try to make my go-to. So I'll, I'll, you know, if I hear I'm going to work with something, I'm like, oh, that's it. You know, of course, they're led. This is amazing. They did this. I grew up watching this. This is my favorite movie, blah, blah, blah. And, oh, I'm, I'm totally going to be cool. I'm going to go in. I'm going to bring it. It's going to be fine. And then all I can tell you is that as soon as as soon as I see them in person, 
words leave my face, my brain shuts down. And I'm <laughs> like, you know, I have to like get through these jitters that I wasn't prepared for. And it wasn't, it wasn't at home. I was totally fine. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to be cool. This is great. I've, you know, I've done the leads and all these movies. Everything's fine. I've done the rom-coms like, oh, I've worked with other people this big. Like, it's going to be great. And I, I don't know, something else kicks in just in the beginning. Once, once I get into the swing of it and we're doing the lines and, and, you know, rehearsing or singing or whatever, then it's totally fine. But in that very beginning, uh, you know, something else takes, takes over. And I feel like a, you know, 12 year old again. And it's, it's just funny. Like I laugh at myself with it of, of, I just laugh at myself and you have to, and then you just got to keep moving and have fun with it. But yeah, I <laughs> definitely with, with Billy, I was like, uh, Billy Baldwin. I was like, <laughs> I was like, Oh, you know, backdraft. I was like, Oh yeah, of course. He's great. He's great. He's gonna he, like, he's such a, just a stud and a, and a screen icon. This is gonna be really cool to talk to him and hear about the stories and work with him. And then I get there and I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I don't want to, on know, something. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I get in my head and I'm like, okay, I don't want to like, I don't want to, uh, you know, seem too eager. I don't want to like ask him personal questions, you know, uh, and, and he's got his family and all this stuff. So, <clears throat> okay. Just, just sit, sit here, go over lines. Okay. Oh, sure. Yeah. And you know, I'm the lead of the movie. And he's like, John, what <laughs> you want to help me run li lines? I'm like, yes, yes, I do. Uh, <clears throat> yes, I do. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> you know and then whatever you get over it and you have fun and, and it's great but yeah i don't know i don't know if that'll ever go away you know for the first time meeting people that i grew up watching i feel like that's a childhood reaction that's instinctual and all i can say is that i enjoy it every time i hope it continues to happen with big people that i've that i grew up watching and admiring in the in the this art form this medium this profession so i look forward to doing it some more <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, <laughs> it's funny. Well, because I go through a similar thing too. I mean, like doing uh, uh, doing the podcast. I've interviewed some people who I've seen for years on like like uh, I had uh, uh, a couple actors from Trailer Park Boys, the 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 uh, Canadian oh, yeah. TV show Trailer Park Boys on here. And I remember there were a couple times during one of their interviews where it might have seemed like I zoned out for a minute. I'm like, no, I'm just like <laughs> I'm just so starstruck. I'm like, I can't believe that I'm talking to them right now. You know what I mean? Like right. it's just one of those. You're like, don't worry, I'm listening to you. <laughs> and then. Uh, uh, but I, I definitely make sure not to let on that I'm nervous. But like deep down, I'm just like, mm -hmm, uh huh, yeah. I'm like, holy shit, oh my god, I'm talking to them, like you know, like holy Jesus, my god, I'm talking to Jonathan Stoddard right now. Like this is unreal. Have you ever met yeah. someone like uh, someone who's done a lot of rom coms? Uh, Candace Cameron Bure. Have you ever uh, worked with her or met her in, in any way? Of course, that's DJ from uh, Full House. She's done lots of them. Every time yeah. I turn on the Hallmark Channel, she's always on. I'm like, yep. <laughs> so i have not met or worked with her yet no but um it's on your list yeah well because i grew up right i mean i just wanted there's just something nostalgic about working with people like that that i grew up watching and admiring so i would i would love an opportunity to work with her of course i respect her immensely Absolutely. And then, of course, I, I think Jody Sweden did one, too, if I'm not mistaken. She's done a few of those. Uh, but it's just every right. time I walk out and my mom's watching TV, it's always I see Candace Cam like, oh, it's a full. House. Oh, no. And she's on there. Yeah. She's always on there, which, by the way, speaking of uh, my mom, uh, my mom loves uh, you and, and the work you did on on all the Hallmark and uh, rom-com uh, projects you've been on. Uh, her name's Paula. Uh, 
would you be able to just uh, say a little something first? You're going to freak out that I that I'm doing this. <laughs> Absolutely, Paula. How you doing? This is Jonathan Stoddard. Thank you so much for tuning in and watching. Your son is amazing. You've done very well. And yeah, keep watching. Next time we do uh, an interview, you have to come on. Though. I'd love to meet you and say hi face to face. Absolutely. Um, she, I'd have to like drag her in in front of here. She's, <laughs> just... just... <laughs> she's the type of woman where like, I don't know, like my dog will be sitting on her lap. I'm like, I have to take this picture. No, put that away. Put that away. I'm not doing that. Don't, don't, don't delete that picture. So, <laughs> so, but since it's audio only, I think she might be a little more open to it. So I'll, I'll see what I can do and try to get her on, but she'd be honored to, and she'd be happy to hear uh, this right here. Uh, so Jonathan, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Uh, where can people find you on social media and stuff like that? So I would say the best social media platform for me right now is Instagram. And that is the handle is at John Stoddard official. Uh, John, because it's short for Jonathan is J O N opposed to J O H N. So it'll be J O N S T O D D A R D official. And that's where I do kind of movie updates. That's where uh, I also share a lot of like my personal life and the journey and what's going on because uh, it's, it's my way to connect outside of the profession itself. Um, and I like connecting with people in that kind of way. So, yeah, that's kind of like the one platform that I've picked. There, there are all the other ones, too, but I don't dive into it too much. But no otherwise, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're doing a lot of stuff with uh, Royal Christmas Holiday uh, from materials, promotions, trailers, um, little interviews, BTS, you know, behind the scenes stories, all that kind of stuff. So definitely tune in to see things that you can't find anywhere else. Ooh, awesome. Can't wait. I'm going to tune in there. I'm going to tune in. So guys, today, it's so weird. I, I, I do this every time where I'm like, yeah, this project is coming out on Saturday. No, it's coming out today. Or or no, it is going to come out. Like, it's, oh, it's, it, it's so confusing, but uh, it it helps <laughs> it, it helps to pre-record these because of how busy we get. Yes. So guys, uh, tonight uh, on December 23rd at uh, 7 p.m. Central time. Is that correct? Did I get that uh, right? Eight, yeah, 8, 7 Central. Yes. Off by one. Off by one. So uh, uh, at, at uh, 8 Central uh, on GAC, a royal Christmas holiday starring Jonathan Stoddard and uh, an all-star cast, including one of the Baldwin uh, siblings, uh, William Baldwin. Yes. So, Jonathan, thank you so much for coming on. Merry Christmas. Uh, by the way, uh, this Merry is Merry Christmas. Season. This is our season finale, so we are taking a break for Christmas after this. So you are our last guest of the year. So uh, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. And have a great and safe uh, holiday season. And uh, I look forward. Maybe we can chat again in the new year. We'll see if we can book something. Absolutely. I'd love that. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Enjoy your holiday and everything that's going on. Thank you so much. My pleasure. My pleasure. So, guys, we are going to take a short break. We will be right back. But until then, this is Frankie and Jonathan signing off. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Cork Entertainment Show season finale. Uh, that was me and Jonathan Stoddard uh, chatting away about uh, everything Hallmark, everything Christmas, uh, and all about him. So uh, thank you, Jonathan, for coming on. Guys, definitely be sure to check out A Royal Christmas Holiday on the Hallmark Channel, everywhere that you uh, get your Hallmark movies at. 
and um, great way to get into the holiday spirit um, uh, today. So, um, yeah. So uh, thank you, Jonathan, again. Appreciate it. And um, so as I mentioned earlier, uh, my topics today, we're just going to focus on kind of just reflecting on the year and, you know, uh, what to look forward to in 2024. However, things have slightly changed. I'm still going to talk about that, but I wanted to tack on this, which is, of course, uh, I mean, I did not expect any news of this to come out for, I don't really know how long I was expecting it for, um, but Jonathan Majors, God, the podcast full of Jonathans today, um, Jonathan Majors uh, has uh, been found not, or not guilty, <laughs> he's been found guilty uh, of uh, the assault charges um, after the, the um, of course, the controversies that started off uh, earlier in the year around, I think it was around March or February or so. Uh, I mean, like, first off, let's be clear, his, his career uh, was really just skyrocketing at the start of the year. And now it's just taken quite the nosedive. Um, I want to read this report from The Hollywood uh, Reporter. Uh, Marvel drops Jonathan Majors after assault harassment verdict. Um, Jonathan Majors uh, is out at Marvel Studios in a stunning career blow for the once rising actor. Uh, on December 18th, a Manhattan jury found Majors guilty of reckless assault in the third degree and guilty of harassment following a two-week trial that stemmed from a March incident between the actor and his ex-partner, Grace Jabari. I think that's how you say it. Uh, Jabari, yeah. Um, before his March arrest, Majors was positioned as the key figure in the Marvel Cinematic Universe with Disney-owned uh, studio building its entire current story arc around Majors' Kang the Conqueror. The time-traveling villain factored into this year's Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, as well as both seasons of Loki, and was going to lead Avengers the the Kane Dynasty slated for May 1st, 2026. The feature is still in the script phase and had not begun filming. No director is currently attached. Um... Yeah, yeah, script, uh, script, yeah, still in the script phase, yeah, so, I mean, like, whether it's going to be delayed now, because, I mean, now they, you know, the Kang Dynasty, what are they, what's going to happen with it now? Um, Marvel has two courses it could take now. It could recast the part, uh, although it is not clear of how many actors would be attracted to a role from which one actor was so publicly fired. The other course is to redevelop its plans and refocus on a brand new villain. While Marvel sources are mum, there is an indication that the studio had been already doing that. In November, Marvel hired Loki creator Michael Waldron to work on a new draft of what was once called Kang Dynasty, but is now being referred to as Avengers 5, according to sources. So it seems like, regardless of what the, the verdict was going to be, they were already starting to uh, move away from Jonathan Majors because of all the controversy surrounding him and uh, all that stuff. Uh, so, really, from 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 what I gather now, I could be wrong, but from what I'm I'm gathering from here is that uh, he was going to be out as Kang no matter what. Um, uh, the studio had plans, uh, had months to plan for such uh, an eventuality, and it's possible that Walden. W uh, Walden, okay, there's a typo there because it says earlier, uh, Loki creator Michael Waldron, uh, Walden, um, either or, whatever, uh, the, the creator of Loki, um, uh, oh geez, where was I, oh, yeah. Marvel has to recast, or has recast in the past, but over creative and financial disputes, not for legal troubles, uh, Terrence Howard starred in the first Iron Man as James Rhodey, or Rhodes, or yeah, it says Rhodes here, but it's Rhodey. Uh, while Edward Norton headlined The Incredible Hulk, both released in 2008. 
Howard declined to return for the 2010 Iron Man sequel, citing pay reasons, and Don Cheadle stepped into the role, which I think Don Cheadle has done a fantastic job, uh, and I can't really picture him being played by anybody else, uh, uh, in all honesty. Uh, Norton, meanwhile, clashed creatively with Marvel on Incredible Hulk, and Mark Ruffalo stepped into the role for Avengers 2012. And uh, as uh, same deal with um, with uh, Rhodey, I think Mark Ruffalo has done a terrific job. Um and more recently, the late William Hurt was replaced by Harrison Ford in the upcoming Captain America New World Order as uh, Thunderbolt Ross. Majors was once considered one of the top rising actors in Hollywood. In addition to Quantumania, he starred in Creed 3 in 2023. He first rose to prominence with The Last Black Man in San Francisco and went on to star in Devotion, The Lovecraft Story, uh, The Harder They Fall, and De, Blood, De Five Bloods. Uh, the Bloods Five. I think that's. A, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure. The bodybuilding drama magazine, uh, Dreams bowed at Sundance in January 2023. Although its fate remains in limbo, as distributor Searchlight removed it from its calendar amid the actor's legal troubles. Um, Majors was arrested on March 25th after he called 911, saying he found his ex-partner uh, Grace Jabari in their New York apartment unconscious. Police said they found injuries on Jabari, including a bruised and fractured finger and a cut behind the ear. Majors pled not guilty to all charges. Uh, in the wake of all his legal troubles, PR firm The Lead Company and his managers at Entertainment 360 dropped the actor. He is still repped by WME, but that could change in light of the verdict. Um, so that's The Hollywood Reporter. So I will be honest, I don't want to give my thoughts too much on the whole you know what's going on with the case and everything because it 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 is a tricky subject like it it is a very sensitive subject i don't really want to give my thoughts on that part but to to all the people saying uh because I, I i do hear some people saying they're now like oh how could they do this like, you know like pe people only and this is the problem with, with with society and also people who are fans of, of entertainment people only think about themselves and what they like they don't think beyond themselves they just think oh how is this move going to affect my favorite movie it's like no this is a really serious matter that's more serious than any movie is you know so um but basically what what's going to happen i mean what i'm going to discuss i mean like you know they said that they're just dropping um they're just dropping him now and of course they changed it from kane dynasty to just avengers 5 and you know scripts going to have to be rewritten obviously now um and so one option of course i think it's just going to be recast him I mean, like we're in we're in the whole uh, MCU phase with uh, the multiverse, where they can just have different variants of Kang uh, uh, come out. So I honestly, I think that's probably what they'll do, um, or just recast or like you know just completely change it all together and have a, a different villain. So there's a couple different ways uh, they can do it because obviously things are probably going to change a lot within the next little while. I mean, God, as uh, more more news is probably going to come out about this as soon as I release this episode or as soon as I stop recording. There's going to be more info to come out. But just at the time of this recording, I think um, they'll. I think that's one option. One option uh, is you know just protect, just have uh, a different actor and just say it's a Kang variant, or they're just going to scrap Kang entirely and put in a new villain. What they're going to do, I don't know. It's a really tricky subject, but. Uh, kind of going back to uh, you know you know people who are pissed about this. At the end of the day, Marvel is they have to do what's right for their business. And I said this before with um the girl from Scream who was fired. Um, you know 
all kinds of controversy surrounding her or or like the actors. Um, you got to do what's best for your business. If having a certain actor is going to affect that, then you got to do what's best for your business. Having Jonathan Majors, who just pled or, or who who was just found guilty of of crimes. Now, whether he is or not, whether like you know, as I said, I don't really follow the trial, so I'm not going to give my thoughts on that. But uh, having him on board is not good for their business, and they got to do what's best for their business. So that I completely understand why they they uh, cut ties with them, and I think people should kind of just stop thinking about themselves for a minute and just put themselves in Marvel shoes. Uh, do we really want this guy on board? No matter how talented he might be, do we want him on board for this? When you know all this controversy surrounding him, uh, he just was found guilty, you know, the verdict was guilty on his trial, you know, like, it's just, it's a messy subject, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's certainly, and it's great, because it's funny, because Marvel has fired uh, people over things like this before, whereas, like, uh, of course, we had uh, James Gunn be fired for uh, tweeting stuff, tweeting horrible stuff 10 years ago that he ap publicly apologized for, Um that right there, not that I'm, you know, I, I say this every time I talk about it, that uh, the tweets were absolutely horrible, but he should not have been fired for because that was 10 years ago and he already publicly apologized for them and then now they suddenly made a big deal out of it. This is a completely different scenario. Tweeting something and doing something are two very different things. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to get my thoughts really, really quickly on that. I'm not going to dwell too much on it. Just kind of want to get my thoughts on where I think they're going to go with it, how I think they'll go uh, come about it. I could see it going both ways. Kind of leaning towards they might just do a Kang variant, but uh, anyway, what do I know? Like, I, I very well could be wrong. They might want to just cut ties with that completely because, you know, Kang, you know, jo uh, Jonathan Majors, people will be associating it too much with it. Uh, who knows? Who knows what they're going to do, but I'm definitely curious to see where everybody else stands on that. Definitely hop on social media and let me know what you guys think about that. And um, actually, maybe I'll put a poll up on Spotify. Where do you guys think uh, they should go with uh, Jonathan Major? Should they recast him? Or, well, not should they recast him. They're going to have to recast. Or, yeah, like they're going to, you know, he's not in there anymore. They're going to have to do something. Uh, should they just get a new actor for Kang and say, say it's a variant? Or should they just scrap Kang altogether? Definitely be sure to vote on our uh, Spotify poll your thoughts. And so now I'll get into what we were originally going to discuss today um, for our solo solo topics, which is, of course, um, you know, it's crazy, guys. This is the last episode of the year, uh, 2023. One, one hell of a year it has been. It's been a pretty crazy year, actually. Like, like wow, like unbelievable. Um, I mean, every year just gets, you know, like it's so funny. You start every year just thinking like, oh, yeah, like it's not going to be a very eventful year. Uh, and 2023 was it was very, very busy. It was very good. Um, you know, I'll kind of just, you know, go through go through the year, how we started and, uh, you know, just some of the highlights and um, what I'm looking forward to next year. Uh, so I mean, I started the year off. Um, it was actually, it was just before New Year's when I decided uh, to do, because of course I knew that I wanted to do a musical this year, um, my very first musical, which was of course Tick, Tick, Boom. And um, I just decided, I, I said, okay, I'm going to wait to do Tick, Tick, Boom in June, but I'm like, I need to do something. I want to do something before then. I just said, I would just hate to just be, you know, like have have nothing going on for uh, a few months and uh you know there's there there's a demand there there's there there there's demand for for some theater uh I, I mean like you know I will never turn that down 
so it was right before New Year's when I was like, you know what? I wrote Death Cost Dearly, which was a murder mystery. I wrote it uh, about a little over a year before. So, uh, like, I, I first started writing it 2020 when I first started writing plays. Um, worked on it, tweaked it throughout the years, and then it was just like... Uh, then I think it was as soon as I saw Glass Onion. Glass Onion, uh, um, of course, the Knives Out uh, sequel came out. Uh, and as soon as I watched that, I was like... Yeah, I think this was uh, the right time to do that. I already had it written. I, you know, maybe tweaked a few things just beforehand. And I got the cast together and uh, we started rehearsals for that in January. And uh, we ended up putting that on in March. And I got to say, that was uh, such an amazing uh, experience. Just doing that show was just so much fun. Um, I, yeah, I can't even put into words how proud I am of that show. Um you know, and uh, especially that was probably like the biggest cast that I work with. I mean, everyone just did, you know, just gave it their all 100%. Uh, it was uh, one of those ones, it was multiple sets, and it's one of those moments where you're kind of just uh, looking at what's going on and you're like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like, 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 uh, it, it was so much easier when I was just an actor. And uh, you're like, okay, I just got to worry about my parts and maybe the odd thing here and there backstage to help, you know, someone so get ready for their costume or make sure that props there. For this one here, it was like, you know, when you're directing and you're not not only writing it, but you're directing it and basically producing it. Uh, and you're worrying about, you know, all the stuff backstage is like on you. You know what I mean? Like that's your responsibility. Um, and so uh, just seeing how it all came together and it was insanely successful. Um uh, probably it, it was probably the most successful show we've had yet. Um, and I, I, I just couldn't be more proud with how that turned out. Um, you know, just everyone, uh, like, you know, all the kind words, all the support, um, and all the hard work and, you know, me stressing, uh, making, trying, trying to ensure that it was the best show I, I could possibly make it. And uh, even just going back and watching the footage, I was like, "Wow, I was so I was so blown away by how it came together." So, uh, yeah, so we did that end of March. Um, uh, by the way, there is another murder mystery planned. Um, that's all I'm going to say. There's 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 another murder mystery planned. Uh, stay tuned. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so uh, there was that, and um, and then. Right afterwards, I dived into my first musical. I dove right into my first musical, uh, which was Tick, Tick, Boom. And uh, that was one I decided, because I remember uh, um, Emily McAvoy, she, of course, brought this up during when we did our Tick, Tick, Boom Insider podcast. I first approached her with Tick, Tick, Boom, closing night of Miramichi Christmas, which was November last year, 2022. Uh, that's when I first brought it up. And I and I had thought about doing it even before that. It was around October. I had thought about it and just, you know, brainstorming ideas. And uh, so we dived right into that. And, man, I just got to say, I have so much respect for uh, anyone who works behind the scenes with musicals or directs musicals. Um, my God, like, just props to you. Kudos you know, just uh, it just blows me away just seeing uh, just because it's just so much work to musicals, man. Like it's just and um, you don't re really think about that. I mean, especially if you're watching musicals, I watch musicals. I sometimes you don't think about how much work actually goes into them. But holy God, just but Tick, Tick, Boom, I only had three mics because uh, there were three singers in it. So 
you, you know, even just trying to get those right. And, and, uh, you know, I have people in the audience or, or, or like uh, during our dress rehearsals, I have some of the crew members out in the front row and they're like, oh, oh, maybe turn so-and-so's mic up. Uh, his mic's off. Oh, his is too loud. Oh, hers is too low. Like it was just insanity. And just seeing like, I mean, of course, um, this past weekend I went and saw, uh, the Wizard of Oz, the Mary Valley High School Drama Club. Fantastic. Um, and, um, just there were there were like what like 20 mics in that and i'm like how uh you know chris chris madison how 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 that man does it and keeps his cool is is insane i'm like me me uh, like i mean obviously with him it's like you know brushing your teeth you just do it so many times you don't even think about it but for me that was my first one and i second guess myself all the time anyway because that's just you know that's just in, in my nature that's who i am um i'm back to like oh my god oh, hopefully i get this right hopefully i don't fuck this up don't fuck that up oh my god and like so and uh, anyway so yeah tick tick boom was also insanely successful um and i was so proud of how it came together and i mean even just going back and watching that footage and just seeing uh, the hard work that, you know, of course, Jansen, Emily, um, Thomas brought in with the singing. And then, of course, we had Annie doing the musical directing, Sarah Manderville doing our um, our uh, choreography. And uh, we had uh, Reg Saunders, of course. We had uh, Michelle Lilly. Um, amazing, amazing group uh, that we had for that. And uh, I couldn't be more proud of how that show turned out, especially for my first musical. And uh, uh, yeah. And it's one of my favorite musicals, one of my favorite shows, period, or like favorite, yeah, one of the best shows I've ever done, but also one of my favorite musicals and one of my favorite movies, period, was uh, Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, and I was like, it's just one of those stories that was so inspiring for me that I'm like, I this has to be heard by everybody. Uh, you know, the real life story of Jonathan Larson. So did that. Fantastic. Had a blast with it. And, um, and then, so, you know, uh, moving on from that, uh, you know, we, um, uh, I, I, uh, kind of took the summer to prep, uh, my next show. Uh, and, uh, so in there, of course, I was keeping busy with the podcast. I was getting some bigger guests on, uh, you know, big podcasters and, um, uh, lots of good stuff in the summer, uh, while working on, uh, Playhouse Coral, um, which we'll get to later. Uh, but then, of course, um, I'm so stoked for this as well. Uh, O'Don's, uh, the, of course, uh, show that Jimmy McKinley had produced uh, and starred in. Uh, that's coming out in January, I believe. That's what I heard last. Um, more details might emerge before then about when. But I hear it's in January. And uh, that was such a blast going on set for a day and, uh, you know, doing some acting. Um which, yeah, so that was just a great experience. And then, of course, Leading Ladies we did with CM Productions, or I did back with um, uh, back in Ju in uh, August, sorry. And what a phenomenal show that was. It was just like doing those farces, like doing those, uh, like, you know, fast-paced comedies is like, that's my workout. I literally lost, <laughs> I lost like five pounds doing that show, and uh, I wouldn't have had it any other way. Um and that was great to hear all the support and kind words about that. And uh, just makes you feel like, you know, you are part of something really special here, you know. Uh, and that really came clear to me. Um, so then, of course, we started rehearsals for Playhouse Coral in uh, August. We had a read-through uh, the week after uh, we wrapped Leading Ladies. And, uh, you know, kept on practicing throughout the uh, uh, throughout the, the, the uh, season. Uh, in between there, of course, uh, I had planned to do a variety show in September uh, unfortunately things fell through. We didn't have enough interest. It was, uh, uh, you know, we're hoping, you know, 
around that time of year uh you know i guess things were just you know people weren't exactly we 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 didn't get as many responses as we'd like we didn't have enough to make it worthwhile we had yeah three three prizes and only you know just having three people there just be like yeah this isn't really gonna work so um it's still in the in, in in it's still on our schedule. We still plan to do it. It's just a matter of when and when's the right time. When do, when are people going to be interested in doing it? Um, that uh, that whole bit. So, um, and then of course, uh, I was super honored to be part of Character Matter Miramich, uh Character Matters Miramichi's, uh, you know, ha haunted uh, projects that they did this year. Of course, we had the uh, the uh, graveyard tour at Wilson's Point. We had the uh, Cove tour which were both uh, big successes and had a blast uh, acting in those ones. Um, and uh, so, and then, yeah, after that, we were diving right into Playhouse Coral, which uh, was unfortunately delayed. Uh, fortunately, uh, Reg is doing fantastic. Um, uh, for those of you guys, yeah, who were still unaware of why the show was postponed, yeah, uh, Reg Saunders, of course, you guys uh, around here know... Um, you know, on the poster and everything for the show, uh, suffered a heart attack, uh, the day after our dress rehearsal. And, uh, you know, it was just overwhelming, uh, amount of, uh, responses. Uh, you know, Reg was overwhelmed by all the love that he received from everyone. And, uh, you know, one of those moments where it's like, oh my God, like life's real, you know? Um, so we, uh, postponed the show, uh, exact show dates are coming soon. Um, we're, it's going to be March, uh, you know, talking with Reg. He's doing awesome. Can't wait to get back on stage. He's even talked about, hey, we should do this next. We should do that next. So uh, I'm so happy that he's good and that, you know, everyone's, you know, excited to, uh, you know, get uh, get back to work, basically. Um, so, uh, yeah, so stay tuned for that in the next, uh, you know, I'll probably announce it on, on social media within the next little while. Um, and then, yeah, that brings us to now, which... Um, you know, it, it was a pretty busy year. It was a super busy year. And um, uh, next year, now as for next year, uh, you know, what's going on for next year? I mean, one thing that I'll, I want to do next year is uh, I have a lot more projects that I'm working on. Um, next year, uh, February 2024, I'm, of course, uh, definitely, this is a good time to plug this, Who's Underwear, a farce. Uh, that will be uh, at Mary Valley High School by CM Productions, February eighth uh, to eleventh, and this is one you don't want to miss. Seriously, like trust me, this is one you do not want to miss, and uh, I really hope that we fill the theater for this one because this one's so funny. And uh, of course, uh, Taylor and Allison Levine, uh, Lisa and Brandon Savage, uh, Chris Matheson, and uh, AJ Turcott and myself. Uh, we're, we're, working so hard and it's going to be such a fun show and I just cannot wait for people to see it and uh, this that's a little early plug for you guys you know be a nice Christmas present or a belated Christmas present um, to uh, you know get some tickets to, to uh, laugh your ass off for uh, uh, for a couple hours so uh, so there's that. Uh, of course, Playhouse Coral coming next year. Oh, and our uh, Night of One Acts, of course, on uh, January 12th, uh, which is kind of to just uh, space things out, keep things, um, uh, you know, keep the Corcoran Entertainment brand alive. Um, and uh, so we have that. Uh, we have a lot more projects uh, coming out this year as well, too. Uh, got some stuff in the spring, uh, stuff uh, around summertime. I have a big project for the fall. Which I'm I can't talk about right now, but I'm super excited to uh, announce that. So 2024 is gonna be a great year. I'm so excited, and um, I hope you are all too. Cause like really like uh, I I got the best audience 
like like I, I mean like you know every company and and every theater group will say oh our, our audience is the best and of course I'll, I'll I'll say it but I mean that I love the people who support us and the people who you know make us do better like you know people who who um they want to keep on seeing some good shows and uh we're doing our best to give you just that and uh also for the podcast people who uh, support the podcast also means the world and uh and that's also going to keep going all for this year um and which and you know i already got lots of guests booked between now and uh spring which is great um and yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for what uh, the, uh, uh, the future holds. And thank you guys too. Thank you guys for such an amazing year. And um, and thanks to my amazing guests. And by the way, I didn't really talk about this when I was talking about like my highlights of the year. I didn't talk much about the podcast. Um, some of the guests I've had on this year, man, were just, I couldn't believe it. Like I had uh, Josh Michael, of course, from The Walking Dead. Uh, who played Jared on The Walking Dead. I had uh, Barb and Cyrus from Trailer Park Boys. Frankie McDonald came back on. Oh, my God. I was just so blown away that, you know, we're able to get so many amazing people on. And um, people I look up to, people I idolize, people I'm fans of. It just means a lot that they, you know, they, they don't have to say yes to it. They don't have to, like, you know, like, I'm so-and-so. I don't have to do anything. You know what I mean? Like... But the fact that they agreed to do it and they were just so happy to do it, it just meant the world to me, man. It was just everything. Um, and uh, so if any of them are listening, thank you guys so much for, um, you know, taking the time to come and talk to me and uh, for just being so inspirational and being so just goddamn nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like um, you think about meeting your idols and you're worried that they're going to be so angry and they're going to be so uptight and they're going to be so rude but no they weren't like everyone i met was just so incredibly nice and um yeah i'm overwhelmed i really am overwhelmed so uh thank you guys all for listening to the show today uh we're gonna wrap it up there because um you know the podcast is, ha has been going on fairly long today talked about everything i want to talk about hit all the points i wanted to hit uh and uh so just look forward guys 2024 we got so much more stuff coming up and i'm super excited uh to show all that with you and share that with you uh get your tickets for the uh, night of one x uh, a one night and one night only uh tickets are 25 dollars uh text or call 506-624-3315 reserving ahead is highly encouraged it's not needed but it's highly encouraged just kind of helps us prepare and uh you know how much uh you know bacon supplies ingredients do we need um so if if at all possible definitely be sure to um uh, book ahead but uh yeah guys thank you all so much for listening to the podcast today first off, i want to thank my guest uh jonathan stodard be sure guys to check out on all those hallmark uh channels to check out uh, a royal christmas holiday um and uh, so, yes, guys, thank you so much. Merry, Merry Christmas. Have a happy new year. Stay safe. Uh, all that good stuff. Uh, I really, really hope that you guys um, uh, enjoyed the show uh, today and all year and all, you know, the past two seasons, the past 102 episodes now. Um, thank you guys so much. You guys are the best. And uh, just enjoy your Christmas. And enjoy your new year. Uh, and uh, I look forward to seeing you all next year <laughs> which is in uh two weeks so thank you guys uh i'm gonna shut up now because I'm j i just keep on going back and forth uh and uh merry christmas have a happy new year and um you know happy holidays whatever you 
it is you celebrate. Uh, take her easy, guys.